Suck a dick. Surprise visits. German words that, well, say it all. And opinions. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Amy, how are you? Hey, ho. What'd you call hey, me? Did you how just you call doing? me a ho? How you doing, Melissa? You're not uh, a ho. You're not a ho. Anymore. That's just the thing. <laughs> she didn't look like a ho. She looked like she'd be one of our friends. Oh, hey, so ho. In Seattle. What's up, ho? Uh, yeah, my family is on spring break right now can you feel it because we can't (laughs) it feels really springy as are mine currently upstairs doing homework yeah so they were given homework for spring break oh one might think no homework over spring break is what you do when you don't fucking do your homework before spring break so well then thank god for the fact that we can't go anywhere or do anything because you got some making up to do i guess i had an idea I had a I had a ballsy idea. Let's go do it. We've been around enough ways. We've been dancing through having a dinner outside. We've been going to a lacrosse game. We've been, yay, let's just get a beach house and be done with it. And two and a half weeks ago, you know, one of our friends is completely vaccinated. Most of the others are like me and my husband, one shot in. And we had this huge false sense of okayedness. And wouldn't you know, one of our number was stricken ill with the COVID in a super big way. So all that by way of saying. That's humbling. Yeah. Shoof, Isn't that humbling? Shoof, he's out of the woods. He's He's got a long road to recovery. He's home out of the woods. But damn, that was a wake up call. And super glad that I didn't book anything in a non-refundable who knows okay who knows what what but by way of saying yeah spring break is just like every other day of the week except maybe you don't have to go to class today kids so it's it's kind of sad yes it is kind of sad and I wanted to tell you I stop me if I've discussed this already because it's been on my mind and I have it's gotten out a few times of my mind through my mouth um I have a child who's going to college in the fall. Really? But I have a second child who has a senior year ahead. And this is when we look at colleges. This spring break that we are currently, you know, knee deep, we usually take and go out and we look and we see, you know, what's going on, what they're like. Because, you know, the buds are coming out on the trees (laughs) and things are starting to look (laughs) nice again. The buds. The buds. So my daughter turned to me and said, I'm not visiting any colleges. And I thought, oh, you're telling me again what you're going to do. This always works out well. Come on, tell me more. Nice to meet you, stranger. (laughs) Tell me more. Where do you live? Yeah. (laughs) After today. (laughs) So her point was, I don't want to really love a school and then not get in. So I'm not going to get my hopes up on anything. I will apply in the fall to all of the colleges that I'm interested in. And whoever ex- whomever accepts me will get a visit, which is kind of a catch-22 because if you don't go visit a school, 
they're not going to accept you anymore. Like they have, they have uh, a new way of gauging how uh, how interested you are in their school. They don't want to offer you both money and a slot for you to go. Ah, fuck off. So schools like Tulane, I've been informed, if you don't visit the school, if you don't go to at least two virtual seminars right now, if you don't do the work on your side, they know that you're not wildly interested and you're not coming. There are, you're, you're correct partly, and she is correct partly, and she is really, really hurting herself partly, and you are misguided partly. So here's where this works Please out. tell me. Okay. You are correct in that many schools have what is known as demonstrated interest. They are tracking your demonstrated interest in the form of all contacts and communication with the school. This can be emailing a professor, emailing an advisor, scheduling, in this case, a Zoom Your local recruiter. Yeah, we did it. Attending a session where one of their representatives visits your school locally and you make contact that way. Going to a seminar, going to a webinar, going to a site visit, sending mail, you know, knitting them a scarf. All of the fucking things you can do. I'll do that right now. Some schools keep track of it and some schools quite openly do not. Some schools do not. And they, many of them will tell you, I don't see why they wouldn't tell you, our uh, private school keeps track of who does what, what, what. And there's kind of a grid and they say, oh, let's see if they track demonstrated interest. They don't. So it doesn't matter how many times or how early, because the other thing about demonstrated interest is for the schools that track demonstrated interest, many of them use it as a ticking order when all other criteria are even. Have, have been met. So they'll say, well, this person demonstrated an interest in seventh grade. So that gives this person a leg up. So it is that ridiculous that we, for the schools that track interest, right. it's just another thing. So on the one hand, yeah, if you if she legitimately has schools that she likes, shoot them an email today and be fucking done with it. There's a demonstrated interest. Your timeline is ticking. Fine. Okay. The other factor that I worry she's hurting herself is no one really knows what the school is like until you're there. The school that you love because of your history of its brand, because of all the graduates you know who've gone there, because of what you see on TV, because what you've read in books, because of your fantasy idea of what the school is, is not the school. Could easily be shattered by in-person experience. And vice versa. The school that you think is a shitbox could be your dream, <laughs> your dream diamond home. Right? I want to know what school you think is a shitbox, but you'll go visit and you'll check it out. NC State University. My son and I had zero interest, and frankly, we were so bad and demotivated from attending any college campus tours. We thought, it's close enough. Let's just tick it off the list. You're not fucking going there. It's red. We're not going there. Let's just tick it off the list and see what a tour is like and how how much we can get away with not doing. And we walked onto that campus, and his eyes started to twinkle. And he looked around, and he thought, this is kind of, this is wait a minute, I'm in my house. This is my home. I'm going here. And lo and behold, right? Versus when, you know, he took a a day-long workshop and met all the professors and I, you know, went crazy and we slept overnight to go to UVA. And I walked around with twinkles in my eyes going, I'm UVA home. is exceptional. I'm home. Yeah. I'm home at UVA. My son's going, get me out of here. This isn't my house. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to, it's worth it. It's worth it. There are places that, you that she will connect with that will surprise her and you and that doesn't mean they can be 
reach schools and they can be plucked out of the of the lowest bucket schools and it could be the perfect one for her so it's it is the strangest strangest matchmaking I think I'm gonna take Wednesdays this year and you know once the chaos is over I'm gonna pull her on Wednesdays and we're gonna go for a drive and we're gonna go look at schools that we can reach within like two hours so this this week we're going to see Lehigh University yeah fantastic with the two smokestacks my favorite we have two smokestacks here, too. I'm joking. There's Lehigh Cement, which has smokestacks that say Lehigh on the front. So I always notice them from the highways. Oh, is driving, that what? As we're driving somewhere else. Yes, Lehigh yeah, well, University does not have smokestacks. We have a nuclear power plant. I'm assuming ten exactly 10 miles from here because we have one of those alarms that they put at the 10-mile just in case shit goes sideways at the nuclear power plant. And I said, I want to be inside that 10 miles because... Outside of the 10 miles, you slowly watch your appendages fall off. I want to be, if it's going up in a mushroom, take me with you because right. I, I, I can't. I'm going to walk all three dogs as close to that. I'll be <laughs> mushroom. in the delightful mushroom dust on the survivor's plate. Yes, that is, that's my goal. Uh, so that's what we're going to do this week. We're going to go hit up Lehigh University because it's a great campus. We went there last year with the boy, but... Which this is a very different child. We're trying again. We're gonna see. We're gonna see what sticks. And and when she says, "I'm not going to Michigan until I get into Michigan," all right, I won't push you too far, but we'll still leave them on the plate. We'll still put them put out our application. Michigan's tough. Michigan's tough, and I don't mean it's tough to get in. It's extraordinarily difficult to get in. And it is, and their admissions procedure is a little bit uh, unfair. Having said all that, it's a tough. It's a tough place. Ann Arbor is beautiful and insular and frigid. And uh, it's it's for hardy stock. It's for hardy stock. So it's a great place. Trust me. I think we know about Michigan since it, you know, <laughs> good Lord, it's everywhere in my life. But It is with your yeah. husband. Oh, yeah. my God. You oh married my into. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. One of our wedding gifts was football tickets to go see a game in the big house what yeah I'm so glad I'm married amazing no. blue yeah that's uh <sighs> shout out I had a wonderful surprise this week I want to talk about surprise surprises surprise! <laughs> I want to talk about surprises because they're not always good like there you are in your super cute new white capris and surprise you just got your period they're not all good surprises um, I've had a, a few people in the last week or so say, hey, I'm going to be in your hood. And then all of a sudden I get hivey because what? Come on, the whole coronavirus, I'm like, I don't know. Are you vaccinated? Like the conversation starts. So surprise visits are lovely if the weather's nice and we can sit in a little circle on the driveway and catch up. And I, I yeah, that's lovely. I got a surprise visit this week from a mutual friend of ours as she came north to visit her whole family. I forgot. I've been really worried that this PTSD of being trapped in my home and not seeing people has really like fucked with me and I'm content to stay that way and continue with Instacart. But I kind of got a taste of what it's like to see someone that I love and miss a lot and I think I can do it. Like, I think I will be, I will adjust. There's a future for me. Yeah, I think there's a future for me. I think I'll be okay. I think I can leave the house, see people, love on people again. I mean, I was the person in the beginning who heard somebody three rows behind me in a 
in a theater of any sort cough or sneeze and I made a face like how fucking dare you with the side look over the shoulder like ugh you disgusting creature. So if I was like that long before COVID I don't know that I'm going to be much different if we're all masking afterwards. <laughs> I I miss my people and I think I've talked it into myself that I really don't that much. I can be okay. I'm a lone wolf, but I'm not. I'm not a lone wolf and I need I do need my people and having both this girlfriend of ours and some family stop by for it's holiday right now for for the brilliance. Having them come for a meal, all vaccinated people. These are vaccination on vaccination crime going on here. I think I got this. Like, I think I'll be all right. I was worried. Suck a dick. I'm typically very honest on this podcast. I hide very little. And I'll tell you why I do that. That being as real as possible is what's appealing to you. If you were wondering, why am I still listening to this? These two women <laughs> don't, who don't are... Don't invite them to wonder. It's we're going to... Don't, don't it's wonder that. As it is. <laughs> <laughs> don't wonder that. You're the, making good choices by continuing to listen. Correct. The two women talking <laughs> at you right now are telling you stories and sharing feelings that are very raw and very honest. We tell you when... Our husbands are assholes. We tell you when our kids are douchebags. We tell you of our fears and our thoughts. I tell you when I shit my pants. I have, I mean, why? Why are we this honest with you? Because it's relatable. Because we know that you've been driving in the car and you've heard in your stomach too. And you have looked for. For the first time, you look for the cleanest bathroom you could find. But by the time the second growl comes, you look for any hole and any port in a storm. I know that the weird, awkward, uncomfortable things that happen to us happen to you also. And that is why you're listening, because we share all of the ugly. And uh, we can we can be pretty ugly. So And we share it all. Suck a dick. And I want to know what your plans are for Easter. I Is it still the Easter of last year, which, dear listeners, you can go back and check it out. It was very depressing. It was super depressing and scary and upsetting because I was just so fixated that there wouldn't be an Easter. And I had this idea. That was the target. When we were first starting with the complete worldview shift of coronavirus, that was really the target. Let's just get through this. And then when it's over, things are dramatically going to change and shift and sort of go back or be different or be better or whatever. And that didn't really happen. But at the time, having the threat of we can't even really have, there won't be Easter candy and you can't buy it. That was the, that was sort of the big target. Now you can go out and buy it or you can order it in, but you still not fucking have an Easter. So yeah, we're doing the same Easter that we always do, which is here and alone. Of all the holidays, that's the one that we don't travel for. Right. So we're not, so it's it's just affected by COVID as everything else is. We're not missing out on any kind of a big deal celebration. Now, last year, I think you did a drive-through something. Are you doing that again? For Easter? Maybe. I think uh, we did so many drive through things, it's hard for me to know. We didn't go to see anybody. No, so no, it no. Was, it was yeah, like yeah, a yeah. churchy Easter thing. It was a drive through. I guess. We, yeah. So I don't remember, honestly. Last year feels like 10 years in one year. 
to me. It does feel like several years have passed in the course of this last year. And the weight of that is like, I feel like I missed so many things. But to be honest, friends, you really haven't missed anything. You really, it's, everybody's kind of been holding up. And the people that you've seen on social media who are out doing things, you've judged them and you don't want to hang out with them anyway. So appropriately, you've appropriately judged them and you don't want to hang out with them anyway. Oh, oh. I have a question for you. Let's see if I answer it. Well, you will. You ask someone or you don't and you get someone else, someone's opinion about something. Yes. And it's a strong opinion. (laughs) Yes. And you don't like it and you don't follow it. How do you do that right in front of them? Uh, Well, I'm Italian. So we're used to this because we always have strong opinions and we give them in a way where no matter what you do, you're either completely going to agree with me or you're kind of going to be an idiot. So it's like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's how we give the opinion to you. We say, I don't, I don't know what you're going to do, but it was me. And here's the way that I think that it would happen. But you, you know, you do whatever you're going to do. And then the person's like, you're That's funny. Right. That's an Italian thing? I don't know, but that feels like how we always do things. Because my mother's answer is this. Well, not that you've ever now. listened to me. Not that you asked me or would ever listen anyway. Not that you asked or would ever listen, but... And she would give her opinion with that. So no, 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 no. We don't. We don't start out. We. That's the opposite intent. This is not a Sharonism. The opposite intent. Sharonism. Is I love that. <laughs> Coined. <laughs> here's here's what I'm saying. It's it's sort of like that thing of not for nothing. Like I don't. You set it up where I'm gonna give you advice. I'm gonna yeah. tell you exactly what you're supposed to do, and you really ought to listen to me. But guess what? If you listen to me and it goes wrong, it's not my fucking problem. And if you don't listen to me and it goes wrong, that's your fault, right? So it's sort of this thing where I'm going to tell you exactly what I expect from you, but I will take zero culpability in anything other than success. Yeah. So it's said in a way that's meant to be really supportive and enveloping, right? So it's like, I give you the freedom. I I give you the freedom to do whatever it is that you're going to do. So how is that not not that you're you're ever going to listen? If you're going to do, no, 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 no. If you do what I say, what you choose to do is going to be the right thing. It's the right thing to do. If you, if you choose to do what you're going to do, you know what? That's, you're my friend. You go do the wrong thing. That's okay. I'll still still love you. I'll make fun of you. We can still be friends. And I don't say I told you so. We'll just sit down and you can tell me why you regret it. That's okay. You'll just sit down and you'll know I know and I'll know you know. That's right. That's right. I went to pick out tile and (laughs) the guy's like, Uh the guy's like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't an attractive tile. I'm like, I like it. Wow. Um, this is hard for me now because this guy who's supposed to be guiding me through designing something says that this isn't attractive or well, now the approval button has appeared on the board and you have to keep pressing it does he approve does he approve of the tile did i do i have to worry about me or him i got it oh. anyway i got it anyway and, but i felt i was more concerned about insulting his taste after he said that's what i mean the approval button you're starting to think about why would he say to you, this is not Why would I care? Tile. What did I just see on Instagram? Do not accept advice. Nope. Do not accept criticism from someone from whom you would not solicit advice. 
Right, but he is your tile representative who's an expert in the field. He's so an idiot. Stop that. it. Okay, fuck him. Fuck Why'd him you shop there? Answer. And who made this tile if they thought it was ugly? What do you know? I don't know. You I don't liked know. it. I you liked don't know. You it was dope. dark and veiny, and I like dark and veiny. Perfect. Which you Perfect. know. Perfect. Sure and what do they say? Beautiful. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Well, here's the other thing that you're not mentioning. Typically, when you're in a design-focused yeah. environment and a representative is there they're talking about the design when you really can quite easily discount someone's opinion is when they're adjacent to that so when the person who is installing the tile is questioning the look of the tile it's like pal uh, yeah. your, your your job is is after the fact right right we all know that this is the right tile please put it in put it in on the angle i'm telling you to put it in on even though you're used to putting it in straight you know thank you You've been hired. Do you, Thanks for the opinion. Next. That's very different than the person who is actively guiding you into a purchase of tile. Unless, here's the other problem. Tell There's me. a vested interest in that person in selling, selling a more specific expensive tile. tile or a specific tile. Either way, so I was like. complicated. I looked Shouldn't at his clothes be. and his meat hands and I said, I don't Fuck need this. Fuck you, New yeah. Jersey. I'm better <laughs> That's than exactly you. what it was. I'm like, mm, Well, when up. you said meat hands, I immediately snapped <laughs> to the zip code. That would yes, I understand. Yes, yeah, so I didn't bother. bother That's an that. ugly tile, Melissa. Guess what, Melissa? You just, you've just sold it to me. You on called the basis me of that sentence, yeah. Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ethan said to me two days ago, "I need, I need more body wash." Okay. Oh, okay. Didn't Good. we just talk about how the kids, uh, well, we don't even know if you're showering. We don't know what products you're using because I ask you all the time if you need more shampoo, conditioner, soap. I- I'm the one who buys it. And if, then I figured out they're stealing it from mine and my husband's stash. So the reason I don't have to replace theirs is because they're replacing theirs from ours. So, oh so it made more sense than to think my kids are not cleaning themselves in some way. But then as I was on Instacart, I saw the concept of a three-in-one. Oh, that sounds fun. Yes, but if you're talking about something in the soapy area, it does not to me. Is this something only a man would do? Yes. They're so dumb that <laughs> we should stop there. Dear male no, listeners, we no, love you. I have I have curly hair, so frequently the stylist will try to sell me a multi-use product and now they've there's a it's I don't know how new it is but she started calling things a co-wash she wants to sell me a co-wash because it's difficult for curly hair blah 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 blah. co-wash is the is the new astastic name for a two-in-one or a combo a conditioner and a shampoo or an overpriced plus an extra priced put them all in one and now it's doing two is what it's a co-wash like when they came up with a bb cream whatever the fuck that meant right it's like great it's and then a cc cream do you know what that shit is i know exactly what that shit is that is me sitting in a room somewhere getting paid to invent a new category so that people will spend a little bit more money do you know what beechwood aged is yeah i mean i've heard it a thousand times Beach, it's it's budweiser it's beechwood right. aged right there's there's no fucking beechwood that shit's invented by a copywriter who decided we need something differentiating us from Coors, which is Cold Stone Blasted or whatever the fuck they call right. theirs. Every We make this shit up and then Geniuses. it backfit the story so it'll match. 
it's really, there is no such thing as a three in one. There's just chemicals. Oh, we talked about this before. The bubbling up sudsing property doesn't actually get you clean. The soap without the sudsing gets you cleaner than just the bubbling. The bubbles are there for funsies. And because mentally you need you to think, feel I that. I need it. I, right. And I do need it. I won't. I hate those ones where they're phthalate free and they save the planet because I, I feel like that's they don't what get I my hair now. clean. No, I that's want what the I one that's going to strip it down to its roots with all the nice fluffy floofers. It's called no poo. So I go to no wow. poo, right? No poo shampoo. Yeah, no poo. you do. And, yeah, you do. And men are like, wait, I have a product here that can I can use as soap, as shampoo, <laughs> And I can clean my taint, my forehead, and my mouth. It's like, a nut watch. It's a <laughs> nut wash. It's a dessert topping. How right. can it's you, a nail polish? What you makes know. you think that rubbing the same soap-like item will both, both, all three? We have that pud deodorant in my house, and I'm, I'm, I don't have. I'm going to say afraid, and that's too strong. I just, I don't have the wherewithal to try it. So it's an underarm deodorant. Yeah. In, in a sticks in a, in the shape of a stick, even though it's a spoogie googie when you when you spoogie googie it up through the top, it's okay. not a solid, right? It's a yeah. They used to have women's deodorant like that, it's like a liquid Lume. comes out of a, or it's spelled L U M E, whatever, however you say it. Lume, lume, right? And all these horrible scents and combinations, and it says right on there for your pits and put or whatever they say it in some delightful way, and you're supposed to put Tits this and taint. Yeah, put it all over and then somehow rub it on your hand and then rub it on your goods. If I got to go through that level, why do I not just wash myself? But the <laughs> bottom line is, I mean, the bottom line is truthfully, I did actually put it under my uh, breasticles. Okay. Because I thought, well, I mean, it's already around them on my armpits. Is it really that weird and gross to maybe and? rub a line on my torso? I felt like an imbecile. It was damp there for a minute before I was getting dressed. And I was like, why did I do this? And then I, I did actually notice about 72 hours later, I still felt cleaner than I normally. It's, this one of the, it's one of these things where it has none of the usual suspects that a deodorant would have. So and No it's aluminum. To, no. All the, all the no's. So and what then, is it? I don't care. And then when you put it on, <laughs> it's supposed to, it like it, it's like a weird feeling. I don't care. But it actually, it and the smell is not delightful. But with the super stankers that I have all around me, yeah, it does. It does actually. It does actually work. And they have hair in their armpits, so I guess maybe that's how they invented. If this is working on the jungle under armpits, maybe it'll work on the poop poop down beneath the legs, right? So maybe that's how they invented it. But in any event, it does tamp down on their stank, and it just it makes everything drier. It just works. Seventy two hours later, you're still kind of clean. You are talking about another product as opposed to what I know as opposed to what I started asking about which was how do we streamline every product we need (laughs) into one you are saying what I'm saying well that's yes there's a product for everything it's on your nuts it's on your tits it's under your armpits it's sticking on your face have some for lunch it's all these things that you could do don't don't do any of these things don't put it on your face we get no endorsement from loom as if you couldn't tell I can't even say it properly my pronunciation Need some work. I think we should reach out to them and see if. <laughs> or you are very smelly. What do you think? Yeah. I think it's one of those where you see the internet videos and it's the woman in yoga class and the guy in front of her is doing downward dog and her nose is right by his ass. And she's like, <laughs> you need this. You know. I so. bet you one of our friends did that ad. 
That seems like an ad that that our friend Crip might have done. Uh, Having a girl, a woman's yes, nose in a yoga class, she's <laughs> she's with a, a yogi. So having her, her nose be in his parts, his less desirables. Yeah, I, I am a big fan of there's a product for an issue. There's not one product for seven issues. I, I don't think of a universal, but like then get a bar of soap if that's what you're going to do. Why right. do you have to squeegee I don't know it seemed that and my daughter's like no woman would ever use that that's a man product (laughs) all right that's true that's true I agree a man was looking for a simple fix for well soap is soap is soap no to those of us who do have curly hair there are specific needs that we have that yeah you have on here German words oh my stars so I was watching a couple of weeks ago with hub drive to survive and my husband's favorite personality on there i was going to call him a character but he's just a real person is gunther someone gunther i think think he's with haas right i I don't know who he's with i don't care gunther right so he is half italian half german so he's perfect my husband is half italian half german so it's it's perfect right but he's properly those things like with a very heavy weird accent because he speaks italian with a German accent. So it's it's sort of this interesting blend of That's like, you don't fit anywhere. Yeah. And he makes Aww. these, but he's fantastic and quite talented and everyone loves him. Here's my favorite thing about Gunther. His face, when he is displeased, how it's not a meme already, I don't know. He makes the best, somebody super farted and I'm going to shank you face that you've ever seen in your life. I love I will, that. I will, you will pull it, I will pull it and post it. The reason I'm talking about Gunther is he had to fire someone and he did not wish to. And in the process of doing it, he said, yes. And in German, we say something. And then he didn't, they didn't caption it and then didn't explain it. Right. So I went to try to look it up and I was looking and looking and looking and I couldn't find it. And I thought this surely is a good thing if Gunther said it, I couldn't find it and I couldn't find it. And then what I did find is a list of German words that are blended words because the Germans are so great. They come up with words that they have invented for a condition that is so weird. How do you have a word for this? And by that, I mean, sometimes we say, uh, you know, Inuits have <clears throat> have something like 37 different words for snow because it's differentiated to them, right? So, so Germans have words for things like grief bacon. They have a word specifically... Oh my God. I love grief bacon. They have a word specifically for the food that you eat when you are sad, right? I mean, that's joy on a plate. And the words themselves are delightful. So I found this long list when I was looking for Gunther stuff, and I wanted to share some. And two things are true. First, I don't speak of the German. So I'm going to say these in such a way that my friends who speak the German will become, we're going to go with charmed at how embarrassed, <laughs> not offended, how charmed. embarrassingly I do this. And I do have the little translator thing over here so I could try to get the proper one, but it might just be better for me to come up with, how about it? So let's run I a like few yours. of these. I will say it and then you try to guess what it is and then I'll tell you what it is. Erklarnkensnot. <laughs> this is the expert. unhappiness you have when you've had a cold for three weeks and your nose won't stop running. You are so funny. It literally means the distress at not having an explanation. Well, 
that fits this entire segment. Okay, go ahead. Something we feel when we realize we don't have answers for the big questions in life. Is that like okay. Farfik Nugent is just that love and joy of driving that the best one. The best one is number two coming up, which is not Farfik Nugent, but it's Futternoid, which I'm sure I said wrong. Fucking annoyed. Go ahead. Futter, Futternoid. And that is food envy. When Ooh. you have the feeling when you're eating with other people and realize that they ordered something better off the menu than you did yourself. Isn't that so just, when they get, go. Isn't that just when you look at your husband with sad eyes and you switch plates? When they get best of plate or best of table, you have noise. How funny is that shit? I like Who that comes one. up with a word for this stuff? And here's one, backpfeifengesight. <laughs> uh, God bless you. No, this one you'll need to use a lot. Back, back, backpfeifengesight. Go ahead. That woman has backpfeifengesight. And that means a face that's begging to be slapped. Oh, see, the concept of saying a woman is begging to be slapped is okay, both man. true and offensive at the same time. All right. Framdschämen. Uh, a town in northern Poland where you have derived. Close. Eternal shame. <laughs> a world full of empathy that catches the agony one can feel at somebody else's embarrassing misfortune or failure. This feels like a capacity to feel frambenscheimen is a high moral achievement and is at the root of kindness. I don't, even, I don't fucking understand that. All right. Luftschloss. Uh, air, airborne, an airplane. Right. Uh, well, Luft, 99. Luftschloss. Luftschloss. Uh, You're building Schloss? one. It's an air castle. Air castle. Okay. A, a dream okay. that's unattainable. Ruinlust. Ruinlust. Uh, the desire for uh, smashing something to shit. No, it is almost on the fucking nose. The delight one can feel at seeing ruins. Yeah. Well, I went with the what makes up the word. Go ahead. I you know, did really. Like if, you, if you went to a place that was crumbling and gross and disgusting, and they'd be like, "Ooh, that's we have a word well, for that because we are German." Well, that's what you know when Stuart drives by trees that are uprooted and all those roots are out. He's like, "Oh my god, I love this." Now I know there's a sick German word for it. But go the ahead. Root, the roots around. I love it. A reach around. Roots around. We got some really. While Amy tries to find the next word, we got some really fun feedback on. Our two issues last week of siblings or dating. It seems some of you have also seen this Instagram and and or TikTok site that is infuriating because you too struggle with getting those correct. And the other one was the other issue with which we engaged uh, with you was about the stickers on the rear window, the driver's side rear window. And you two were just as disgusted as I was by the craziness of that. And for that, I would like to thank you. I'm back with you, my darling love, if you can hear me at all. Of course. All Claro. Right. I had to go to uh, Claro. I don't know what that is. Spanish. For what? Of course. Clarence Darrow? Claro, oh. Casey. Yep. Yeah, I've, I got all those things. Uh, Not so, German. I should have done it in German. Go ahead. So grief bacon is Kummerspeck. Kammerspeck, grief food, Kammerspeck. And it is, according to the literal two words that it jobbles together, it's sorrow fat. <laughs> I think that's kind of genius. I mean, Kammerspeck is sorrow fat. Calling yes. it like it is, I guess. Weltschmerz is what we all feel, which is world sadness, a word that acknowledges that we are sometimes sad, not about this or that thing, but at the whole basis of existence. Thank you, Germany, 
Schadenfreude. We all know Schadenfreude, which is, yes. Okay, so it's when we feel uh, happy. Joy. When others are <laughs> <all> fucked. <Yeah. laughs> all right. Oh, good Lord. Here we go, number 10. Verschlimmensbergesrangert. Jiminy fuck. Worsening improvement. What? Germany, so many of our attempts to improve things bring unforeseen problems in their wake. The word modestly admits how seldom progress moves in a linear manner. Okay, I don't know about that. Fernweh, distance pain. The distress of always being in familiar surroundings and the longing to go far away. Oh, that's me. Fernweh. <laughs> that's me right now in the house longing to go far away. Fernweh. Here's, an- here's another one that's me. Lebensmüde. Life tired. Treppenwitz. Treppenwitz. Stair joke. Our best lines always come to us, not in the heat of a witty discussion, but as we descend the stairs on our way home. That's the comeback you think of later. Treppenwitz. Oh. If they had um, shower joke. Is there one is there one that has shower joke? Because that's where they come to me. Oh, yeah. Well, I should have fucking said. That's right, you fucker. Sitzfleisch. Sitting meat describes the character trait of endurance, literally a capacity to sit up and put up with what is boring, arduous, or painful over long periods. It's kind of, dear listener, it's Sitzfleisch. School. Sitzfleisch for you. Thank you. Schnapsity. A schnapsity is an idea you have while, while drunk. <laughs> we have a lot of those. <laughs> Kopfkino is head cinema. When we inveterate, when we shoot little movies in which we say exactly what we mean, it's just like the stairs thing. They but don't do it; things. it's all inside. They your got head. a lo- they got a lot of these. Let me tell you what I really think, but I'll never tell you what they I. They really seem think. like a very frustrated society of people who are not fleshing out in real life things. A drachenfutter, dragon food is a gift that one has to offer one's spouse to appease their fury. For a wrong one has committed. So a drachenflower is a hummer. Drachenfutter. Drachenfutter. Drachenfutter is German for hummer. This, I've wronged you. I have I something love, for you. Yes. I love this definition as if they really think that this is the way it's going to go. And they say, and I quote, if an affair is discovered, one may have to cook oh, up God. an enormous meal of drachenfutter. Yeah. I cheated on you. Let's have lasagna. All <laughs> better. No oh, Germans. okay. No Germans. Okay. Traumann start a Versuch. Dream restart experience. Dress, desperately trying to continue the dream you were having just before you woke up. Yes, I have that all the time, but I can't say that word again. This one, next one will be you, I think. Witz Berhamenskit. It says joke insistence. Telling the same joke over and over again. Until, until you get the laugh. Until there's no one left in the world who hasn't heard it from you. That's Stuart. Oh. And along those lines, this mutual friend of ours, Janine, who came to visit, sat outside with us and I followed. I put my hand up, all five fingers, and I listened to him tell her all five of his jokes. And he's like, well, that's it. That's all my five. I, I'm going to go now on a high note. I won't give up his secrets, but I will tell you that one of them, his big joke that he has told everybody he's ever met until the whole world has heard it, is that we are not going to potty train our daughter. And this technique of raising our daughter will make sure that any boy that goes to get fresh with her at any point will realize she shit her pants and he will bring her home immediately. Oh my 
God. So oh my God, oh my God. every every human, and I was there. We haven't seen anybody in a year, right? We haven't seen another soul. We haven't been social at all. And we are in our driveway in our folding soccer chairs. And he says to Janine, oh, no, no, we're not going to have that. As we're discussing our children and what's going to, you know, you talk about your hopes and dreams for them. He's like, nope, Mallory, you've got covered. We never potty trained her. And I'm like, oh, here it goes. As I roll my eyes, I put down one finger. And then he goes through the rest of them. Oh, and the Germans so. have a word for it. And they good for do. them. They do. And there's only a few more. I know this is going a long time. Let's see if we can flip it. What's a cognition stroll? Do you know the German word for that? Would you guess it? There's no guessing. V- yeah. V- Vulcan. Vulcan. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We should play this game with Tom. Tom would do er, this yeah. really well. Erk Minen is a cognition stroll going out in order to gain deeper insights while walking. And then the next one, I can't even begin to know how to pronounce this, but I love the notion of it. And we have it. Like the thing is we have all these things, but they've bothered to make a word. To me, that's fascinating. And this is airport greeting joy. <clears throat> oh, like the grandparents that stand holding the sign and waiting for The happiness for your- you feel when someone picks you up at the airport. Uh, that's Flugafagablengunskfreude. No, it's not. It is. Number 24, Flugafagablengunskfreude. Okay, well, there's Songless Dare, which is Sunday emptiness. That's sad. No, I like the airport one. Le- end on the airport one. That's positive. No more sad. Fucking well, the Germans. Last, the last two were hilarious. Boxing referee shame, because you need one word for that. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. And then the last is to pull of the cliff edge. The pull of the cliff edge. Oh, great. So when you do want to jump off the cliff, they have a word for it. Abyss attraction. It's, it's not it's called. called, I'd like to take a selfie at the edge of this cliff. Oh. Let's try to, let me, hang on. I'm going to get you the proper, we will end on a high note. I'm going to get you the proper pronunciation of airport picking up as Joyce. I like that one. Hang on. Flughafen begrossungsfreude. Flughafen begrossungsfreude. Use it today in a sentence, dear listener. Flughafen begrüßungsfreude when I can will never fly occur again. in 2021. When I can fly again, I will have flugrassenfreude <laughs> when, I, when I descend the jetway. Uh, the last thing I had on this board to discuss today was really had to do with why people do listen and enjoy our show. If they do, why they do. And and I said it's because we're honest and because we share all of our scars and our stupid actions and we can laugh at ourselves. And that's not something that's not a skill that everybody has that you can say, yeah, I was running and shit started running down my leg. I needed to hose off like that's not something that everybody can share. There are people who don't want to look stupid. There are people who don't want to feel vulnerable and I shared when when one of our listeners shared with me the reason I like listening to your podcast is I know everybody that this has happened to you are not alone it has happened to me it has happened to this one time at band camp like all those <laughs> stories well I was talking to someone because I'm a talker and she said Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like when Barbara Hoyt shit her pants in front of the entire eighth grade class. And I said, 
come, come again? again? <laughs> what, what was that? What are you talking about? Who's Barbara Hoyt? And right. I'm putting it on pod. So <laughs> everybody's going to so know. Every, we're all going to know, Barb. Yeah. Yeah. So your, your eighth grade class just got a lot bigger. So <laughs> I was talking about how we discuss, you know, terrible things I've said to my kids that I shouldn't have, like bad parenting choices we make. You're not alone. It's not in a book. It's nothing you study and do right. Study and do right. It's 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 on the job horrifying training for everything we do not just shitting yourself but the most obvious one she said to me there was a mom there was a an eighth grade teacher who took her kids kind of on an outward bound they were belaying somewhere and she felt at the top of a mountain look I'm not going to the top of a mountain because I know there's no toilet there and I'll be fine if I do 90 percent of the time not 99, 90. That 10% keeps me from going to the top of the mountain. But good for you, Barbara Hoyt, going all the way up that mountain with these kids to show them how to repel. Good for you, not worrying that the worst could happen and did. Oh, Barbara. Yes, on a spring break, she took this outward bound group and she started to help them belay and happened and then that wasn't a lot of lead time that she had as she's now repelling down anybody below her she shit her pants on the zip line spraying shit down the zip line it's not a zip line it's just yes her line but herself she shit herself and I think you're missing the fact that it's in front of an entire eighth grade class if ever there was a group of people you do not want to embarrass yourself in front of it's eighth graders. It's yeah. Your your middle over. school is the you're w- done. That's it. Yeah. That's who you are. Your pants shitter to them. But she did it, and she said, "This friend of ours said, you'd be surprised at how accepting this group of eighth graders was oh, of a pants shitter." Really? Oh, now I missed it. Was this the teacher? Was this a volunteer? This was a this teacher. Was teacher, teacher, teacher. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. thought it was the teacher, but I wanted to clarify. When wow. when you know someone that happens to, when you have people that you hate, when you step outside your box, when you face fears, have fears, don't face your fears, make excuses for, that is why Amy Fagazi and I are here to be with you. And we would love to hear from you some of those stories, those fears, those missteps, those moments of Firkin flacking, shacking, flicking. When, <laughs> when you have an amazing moment that you want to share, we don't just share the embarrassment. I mean, they're most relatable. Not everybody won a silver medal at whatever Olympics. But if you want to share that story with us, we want to hear that too. You can find us on all the socials at Listen Brilliant. You can find us Brilliant Observations at gmail.com or Brilliant Observations on Facebook under Brillob Squad. You could find us there and share with your squad. We're your squad. Share with us all of those relatable or I think I'm alone but comments. And I think I'm alone now. I shit my pants while I was repelling down. Yeah, don't. No. So Barbara Hoyt, if you are listening or if you know Barbara Hoyt, Tell her about our podcast and realize well, I just want to jump you. in and also say I'm I'm gratified that there was not an immediate shame, shame, ring the bell, oh my God, and forever and ever. Part of it, I got to believe, is that 
this happened during a really fear, fear, overcoming fear moment. I'm going to do something that's terrifying to me. And I had a fear response. This was not, I'm standing up in front of the class and I became magically incontinent. Right. Magically. <laughs> They're magically incontinent. <laughs> it's not a breakfast cereal. <laughs> magically <sighs> I don't know why lucky magic- charm they're magically incontinent we need a German word for magically incontinent um you're crazy if you think there already isn't one we need an American we need an English right. word for it I think you're right I'm just saying so yeah part of it is accepting and part of it is also I would love to know how Barb herself Barb handled the situation because I don't want to be, when you were describing the people who don't want to be embarrassed and don't want to share, that you're describing me. You're describing everybody. That. I don't want that. Right. I don't want that. So there's a relative level of protectedness in our group. And there's the idea that I'm trying to be better than whatever just went down. And part of that is to make sure that I'm going to talk about it so that I don't internalize it in a way that's damaging, right? And maybe Barb did a little bit of that and that helped the people around her realize, okay, it's bodily function. It ain't great. It's also not. (laughs) It ain't great. (laughs) It's also not the thing that we typically do, but, you know, speaking of my butt, some poop came out and now we're going to clean it and we're going to move on. Life is brown. Yeah, and we want to hear those stories. We want to, we don't need to see pictures necessarily of it because some of those, those forms of social media are really graphic. So you could just tell us a fun little blurb. I got through Messenger. Cameron sent us uh, a fun Messenger video and we, we love, 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 love to hear from you. So please feel free to contact us. And if you feel so inclined to support this podcast because you are enjoying hearing our shit stain stories. And that's right. Who doesn't really? But who doesn't? You can sponsor us. Find a level with which you have comfort on Patreon and, and throw a little... Uh, Quan our way <laughs> coin coin we're we're here I don't know for how much longer but for the grace of of our wonderful supporters for me in my house it's my husband who allows me <laughs> to do this while he works and my kids who stay off wi-fi but you too because of you too so help us out check out our t-shirts on t public anything else Amers? Well, with those astronomically stratospheric levels of patron support, also comes the perks of demanding topics that we discuss. You receive a little bit of free swag-alicious that'll come your way in the mail if you tell us who you are and where you live, because we don't fucking know, right? (laughs) So there's some wake up, meatball. (laughs) There's some there's some fun. Wake up. There's some fun things. Lights out, meatball. No. There's some fun things. We want them to wake up. I don't know why you find that so funny. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite. (sighs) Okay. All right. Lights out, meatball. Wake up, meatball. (laughs) Well, I I have a feeling that I know that we're already at the end. We are. And that you have done the the clicky tick tack tack to to you know tap dance us off the show but there's also a lot of horse shit that i know we're gonna have to delete out and some technical glitches too so i'm gonna throw this thing in well it just builds on this notion of the sharing and the rest of it and the worst thing that i can admit 
I fear I knew already on January 2nd and I knew on November 1st and I knew on April 3rd of last year, which is I gave myself this deadline to do something in the first three months of this year and I actively did not do it. It's not that I missed the deadline because it was too aggressive and I'm almost there or I'm short of the goal. I actively have not been doing what I want to do and what I have professed that I want to do. So I'm ashamed of it. I'm angry about it. I've continued to, you know, play Russian roulette with my health in the form of let's eat all the things and not exercise and do it. So it's it's disingenuous to sit here near the end of March talking about let's reset again. I, I feel like every day I'm turning over every Monday, every beginning of the week, every beginning of the month, every beginning of the hour, every, 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 every. There's always five things that bubble themselves up that completely derail what was happening and yeah, it takes fortitude to not let those things get in the way and derail. I don't, I haven't had that this year. Those derailing things have fucking derailed me. So I wish that I was going into the beginning of April, which is coming up really soon and had a lot of great things to report about, look how successful and this and this. But here's one thing that I've started doing. I've started paying attention. I always have kind of paid attention, but in this moment right now, high in my focus are the coincidences that that I'm treating as signs. So I spend a little bit of time talking about how I'm Catholic. I am. I don't practice Catholicism anymore, even before COVID. We've slowed down with that, but I will always be it. It is a Roman Catholic by life. That's how we are. It's part of being Italian. It's part of who we are. So it's kind of creepy and embarrassing, but for some reason, I was connected to 18 steps. I'll leave out the steps. I got connected to looking up some history about ancient gods, Greek gods, this and that and the other. And I found information about this one god, Ganesh, god of new beginnings, right? Which is a little elephant-headed thing with a couple of ha extra hands and all this sort of thing. And lots of people, you know, think, oh, so Ganesh is in charge of, of new beginnings. Also prosperity, also luck, also joy, also managing earthly balance with divine delight, right? It was like all the things that I'm trying to work on. I was like, maybe Ganesh is my deal right now. So just after reading this for a completely different purpose, it was frankly, I was trying to resolve something from this show I watch, American Gods. I was doing that, right? So later in that same day, I was thinking about, all right, Ganesh, let's see. I was just washing my hair and I started, I started saying out loud, thank you, Ganesh, for my new beginnings. And I felt like an imbecile, but I thought, what's the difference? So all throughout my shower, I said that, right? I really fucking said that. Then I listened to somebody else's podcast and they mentioned Ganesh in the podcast. Then the next day I listened to a book on tape and it was an extensive discussion of Ganesh, which had, you would never have guessed from the podcast. The podcast is mouse and weens. They're not, they're not talking about this shit, right? Oh the, yes, the, I remember the, that. The book was eat, pray, love, which, you know, I've never bothered with, but I was like, whatever, let's see what this shit's about. Right. So I was listening to it and there she is talking, 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 talking. I'm going to go there and meet all these people. Bring it, bring it. I'm like, this is a lot in my worldview. This is really happening. Right. Then the child wakes up the very next day, starts the day very differently than he had all the other days. It's a new, new beginning, new day. Very strange. Then later in that afternoon, I shit you not, in the middle of the afternoon, my husband receives a text saying a very large transformative order has come in to his company, which why on earth would you ever get this as a text? 
so much so that it was like, why is this even happening? It's because it was so unusual that the text was, need you to see this because on Monday, get busy. And here we are on Monday. And yeah, it happened. So I, I don't know. Maybe I need a little elephant headed, uh, what do you call, um, not crimson. It was a red vermilion. Need a vermilion Ganesh statue around me somewhere so I could keep rubbing it and washing my hair. I don't know. It was it was coincidental, but it was also signs of spring outside with life, right? Signs of vaccinated people, signs of getting in the car to go and hug somebody you haven't seen, signs of a new beginning, signs of work returning to a business that's been pretty fucking dry for a long fucking time. So I'm, I'm just trying to look around and say whatever I was planning to do for those first three months I failed miserably, for sure. But, but it's I not also the end was, of it. Well, I, I didn't do the work, and that's why I fail consistently. For some reason, I refuse to do the work. Like, this is there's that, there's that old thing, please, 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 let me win the lottery. And then it's, please, 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 will you buy a ticket? So that's the story of my life. Like, I want to win the lottery without buying a ticket. And so now I'm, I'm back again on a Monday, you know, rubbing my new God because the old one didn't do it. I mean, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. But at the same time, maybe this time, maybe this is a maybe new way to do it. Time maybe this time I'll shit my the pants first out. Time. <laughs> maybe so, this time I'll win. So that's all weird and embarrassing, but I don't know. There it is. At any point of time, greatness can happen. That's true. At any point of time, as low as it feels, it can turn around. And we're always telling ourselves we're the ones who turn it around. Well, sometimes it could start to turn without your help, but that leaf is not going to turn all the way over without your little shove of shove of leaf. <laughs> Dear listener, right. shove your leaf. Is Now's the time. <laughs> if ever there was a time, that time is now. Buds on the trees. Incumbent. Yeah, we're going to do it. <laughs> Oh, my God. My favorite breakfast cereal. Frighteningly incontinent. <laughs> my son was doing something for his allied health program, and they were talking about sphincters. And I said, great. sounds and great. There's one that opens and closes to allow blood to flow. And I'm like, he's like, a, that's in the aorta. He's like a, a sphincter. And I'm like, yeah, like your butthole that opens and closes and lets stuff in and out. You can control that one. You can't control the one at your aorta. Um, it's a sphincter with an F. Sphincter. And there's no F in it. But, you know, it's not a sphincter. Spitz. That's a spitz. You can't right. I, spitz I don't make mouth. it an F. I make it a V. There you go. A sphincter. Yeah. It's a do. sphincter. <laughs> Ethan, darling. It's a sphincter. Keep the shit flowing out of your heart. Keep listening. We love you tons. Spread the word. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be great if you told two friends and they told three friends and on and on and we had, like, a boom in our listenership. Pray oh to all God. your lesser gods. You never know what's going to happen. Maybe Ganesh will start listening. You won't have that. You won't have that magic incontinence problem that we had before. They're magic. All the things. <laughs> all the things. They're coming your way, kids. Love you. You watch. Just you watch. Bye.
cannot believe what I'm seeing. Behind Amy, her youngest child just walked by to close her office door, and he is probably six inches taller than I've ever seen him and facially more mature than I've ever seen him. It's super With a little bit of bedhead. Um, Super It's amazing. They're growing up. We keep putting books on their head. We don't feed the vegetables. Binding their feet. None of it's working. Binding the feet. That doesn't work either. Defying all the odds. 